CEO of Procure AM. Always great to have you with us. Outer space is becoming a little more crowded these days. Military operations, companies like Virgin Galactic are on there as well, um, trying to make a go of it. We have other movers in this. Tell me more, Andrew. Well, the space industry is so different than how many people actually imagine the space industry, and it affects our everyday lives already. And the various technologies that we're seeing move forward, um, you know, hopefully will allow us to be more interconnected to you know, remote places and people around the world, speeding up the transfer of data from point A to point B, and really enabling so many breakthrough technologies that so many people are excited about, like 5G and cloud computing and blockchain and connected devices with Internet of Things and so on. But right now, we're at a really interesting point where we're seeing this major change and push towards the militarization and the defensive space. Right. So tell me about Maxar. That's one of your ETFs top holding. Maxar Technologies up at new highs today. Why should investors keep this one on their radar? Well, it's a really interesting company. A lot of people, maybe Canadians, will recognize this company as originally a Canadian company, which has uh, gone through a restructuring and has really found a way to kind of build itself back. It's done some. Satellites. And I know you had mentioned um, earlier before the segment about the recent pop over the last couple of days in that stock. And that is because they uh, received a contract from another portfolio holding of ours, Intelsat, to develop some new age uh, satellite technology for them. Right. Right. Yeah, it's been an incredible mover, even up six and a half percent today. So what a run it really has had. Also, what's next? The big disruptor in the space flight technology. I mean, I know you watch all these names so closely. Yes, yeah, so you know, the fund also holds Virgin Galactic, which has had to postpone slightly its plans of sending its its founder, uh, Sir Richard Branson, into outer space. And that's something that they're hoping now to be able to do in early 2021. So that was a, a slight setback for the company, but they continue to move forward. But really, what a lot of people aren't talking about is this new militarization in defensive space. And it's something that you have to look at, because whenever the U.S. starts to get into a new military frontier, we always want to be the leader. And one of the ways that you're a leader is by spending money and creating R&D and contracting companies. And this is something that we're really seeing heating up with geopolitical tensions around the world with, with our enemies as well as our allies. So China has aspirations, Russia, India, the European Union has aspirations. And it's something where countries that aren't leading the way now could get left behind from an infrastructure and dominance standpoint for, for decades, if not centuries. So it's become that much more critical. And you know, we've seen a significant increase in spending here as well as abroad. You know, you have the Trump administration, new policies on cybersecurity measures to protect essential satellites in orbit. You have Russia. You mentioned Russia as a big mover satellite weapons test that they there was some evidence of that in July. And the spending has to happen. The UFO tracks the actual index, the S Network Space Index. So when we look at all that's going on in, the, in this disruptor area, rocket satellite manufacturing, um, do you see continued growth? Is this something you guys push because you think that it, ha I mean, what kind of potential do you think this ETF has over the next year, two years, 10 years? You know, we're really excited for the space industry, and that was one of the reasons we wanted to create the first pure play space ETF. And, you know, 
we, we talk about the militarization defensive space, and we, we can't talk about that enough because it isn't being talked about that much. And when we see countries like China putting forward their ambitions of wanting to create a permanent lunar base, that's more than just having a base on the moon. That's actually the ability for a country to establish a permanent colony. And what is you know involved in that is harvesting resources. So we've actually seen President Trump say that he wants to see U.S. companies go, into, go to the moon and actually find ways of harvesting resources, whether that be mining for minerals or finding ways of extracting water. And you know, we don't really know necessarily who owns what yet in outer space. So if whoever actually gets to go to the moon first may make the rules. And whoever can figure out how to successfully mine the moon and get those uh, critical resources so that they don't need the expensive cost of being sent from Earth all the way to the moon every time something is needed there could be a leader for so far to come. So what we've realized is we have this whole game theory going on right now where every country that wants to be dominant in space is kind of forced to start really focusing their resources. So I think it's been incredible that the current administration has made such an effort to push forward with what we're doing in outer space. And hopefully this is something that continues for a long time. But, you know, that's just one part of the space industry. And there's space hospitality, which has popped up, you know, through Virgin Galactic, what they're hoping to do. Communications has always been a very strong driver for the space industry, but we're seeing so much more technology being um, enabled and allowed to potentially see the light of day because the cost of sending things into outer space has dramatically decreased with things like reusable rockets from SpaceX and other companies, what they're doing, making satellites smaller, more robust, lighter weight. All these things are allowing us to do so much more in outer space for less, and it's allowing us to test our boundaries.